Hey, everybody. Hi, guys. Well, from the Purple Room in TGIA Tower in Salt Lake City, Utah. It's Thank God I'm Atheist. The podcast. I'm Frank. And I'm Dan. Coming up today, we're going to talk about Mormons and Jews. Mormons and Jews. Mormons and Jews. I I don't know what that is. There you go. That's the song. It sounds like uh, one is for the... There should, there, should be, there, should, there should be a version of, uh, of uh, um, what's the song? Ebony and Ivory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. For Mormons and Jews. <laughs> <laughs> Mormonry and Jewry go together like perfect. <laughs> There's no way that they go together, really. <laughs> <laughs> Except that they do. And they kind of, they, they do-ish. Ish. Ish, they do. We'll, we'll be talking about oh, about them. Yeah. The mm. Mo's and the J's. Mm. Yep. M's and J's. Is that a thing? Oh, anyway, there you go. Yeah. Meh. Mm. All right, Dan. What do we, you got? Uh, I was just about to ask you. Oh, okay, well, I, I'll go then. No, no, you go. I go. <laughs> okay go all right um well we've talked about something like this before oh. but i just loved it because of the uh, because of the execution of mm. this one um way 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 back in the tgia history we talked about um a drive-through prayer oh thing sure you go get a drive-through prayer at this yeah. church down somewhere right right because because someone else has to pray for you or because yeah yeah you know and just the idea of like you can't even get out of your car right yes to, to, to get a prayer oh uh, uh, i really need a <laughs> prayer but oh uh, i don't want to walk in a church <laughs> what am i gonna do <laughs> well um a lot of different uh churches throughout uh-huh. the country in fact have uh opened up uh drive-through little church Operation oh, that's prayer things. Nice. Uh, there's uh, they've they've happened in Wichita mm. and uh, Richmond, Virginia, Aurora, Illinois, and Modesto, California. <laughs> even has one. All <laughs> all fine places. From what I've heard about Modesto, they really do need prayer. It's one of the one of the places in this world <laughs> that needs someone to be praying for it. Um, well, this one is uh, is taking place in. Uh, where was it happening? In Vor- Voorhees. Voorhees I I, where? I don't know the state. Okay. <laughs> you know it's Voorhees. Voorhees. Have you guys of been course. to Voorhees? Voorhees. Sure. Uh, it just says Voorhees. It's assuming that you're a local. It's <laughs> philly.com. So I'm assuming it must be... Voorhees, Pennsylvania. I would I would guess. Okay. Uh, but anyways, um, this one, uh, there's, there was an, an old bank next to uh, Hope United Methodist Church. In Voorhees, no state mentioned. Thank you. Um, and uh, so, the of course, what do what do banks have? Well, they have drive-through tellers. Mm. And uh, so they decided, well, why not do a little drive-through praying where people used to do some drive-through banking, and it, it shows the little uh, the little prayer drawer yeah. out, you know, the little deposit drawer, sure, debold. You know, right? A little thing. It slides out. The thing opens. You put your money in. Blah blah blah. The teller. La la la. And it has two smiling women behind the prayer uh-huh. drawer, and it has a little prayer card that you can fill out. Uh huh. And it's just lovely. Oh. Um. And here's some wonderful quotes. This is from uh, Hope's lead pastor, uh, Jeff Bills. People go to Dunkin' Donuts for coffee, not because it's the best coffee. 
but because it's the most convenient. Uh, right. Let, let that settle in for a minute. Their prayers clearly are not the best. <laughs> They're just the most They're convenient. They're the most convenient. I that, go that's f- high praise for the, these prayers. Look, I, I don't have time for a sit-down prayer. Okay, I, I, I'd love to. <clears throat> I wish I did. I wish I had time to go into a really nice uh, church and get myself a good sit down, slow, you know, <clears throat> mm-hmm. organic, well cooked mm. vegan prayer. Mm. I don't have time for that. <laughs> I'm on the go. I need yeah. a prayer now, and Absolutely. I need it. I need it fast. Yeah. Then uh, and and well, you can get one, Dan. Oh, good. I do think they need to offer more services than mm. just than just, just prayers. Prayer. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I mean, it is it isn't a former bank, <laughs> right? You, do they have a dollar menu? <laughs> like, if you, what kind of food could you fit you in one of those a, vacuum canisters? If you want a big elaborate prayer where everybody in your family's covered, that's great. But if you want just a just a quick, uh, you know, I hope Grandma's hip gets. Hip replacement goes well, right? It seems like a dollar. That's a, a oh, like a dollar prayer. Yeah, that seems like maybe a dollar. Uh, you know okay. what I mean? Like okay. if you, if you want like you know world peace, that's uh-huh. going to be an expensive prayer. But yeah. if you just want something quick and easy, yeah, just like you know, I hope my my sister's wedding goes well. Right. That's that's just a dollar menu prayer. <laughs> I'm thinking. Well, I thought you were meaning like food because you could fit like ten burgers in one of those little canisters. <laughs> Just stacked up real nice. Make them, uh-huh, yeah. In the, in the, the, in the pneumatic tubes? Yeah. I, I want to go to that restaurant. I don't even care about the prayer thing now. now tubes I'm, restaurant? Now, now, yeah, it's called tubes. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'd like a tube of burger. I'd like a tube of french fries uh, and a tube of shake. You could figure that out. Sure. Why couldn't you figure that out? Thum. I just like, I think the, the name of the place should be called Thum. I don't know how you spell it, but there's a th in there somewhere. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, the problem, though, that I've I've seen with a lot of these um, drive-through uh, prayer places uh-huh. is their hours. Oh, this uh, these people don't understand. You have to make it available. Yeah, or else it's never going to really catch on. Sure, they're open like Wednesday afternoons. What and I remember this being a critique that we had of that other one, which was it was weird hours. They just don't get it. If it's a drive-through prayer thing, it's about convenience. Yeah. So you need extended hours. Yeah. Period. Absolutely. Period. Absolutely. And it, I mean, it could only be for a few hours a day, but it has to be at least five days a week. P.S. The only Voorhees town that I've been able to find is yeah. in New Jersey. New Jersey. We'll call it Jersey. Okay. Uh, then why is it on Philly.com? Just shut up. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> And anyway. <laughs> why on Philly.com are they not specifying the state? <laughs> Philly.com, will you get your act together? Anyway. Anyway, there you go. Go go drive. If you're in Jersey, go go get yourself a prayer. Yeah. It won't, it won't hurt you. They look like sweet ladies. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Go and ask them to pray for, for your, your soul. Mm. Pray for me. I'm an atheist. You're in New Jersey, so. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's the home of the American atheists. It is. It's all atheists there. I know. The entire state's atheists. <laughs> That's not true. No, it's not. <laughs> um, I'm going to take us down south. Mm. Uh, the southern, the Southwestern Baptist Theological Seminary, which Wait. is the which is the flagship school Southwest uh, Baptist. Of, of the Southern Baptist Convention. Oh, okay. They are Southern Baptists. Okay. They are Southern Baptist, and it is that. This is the. This is the south, the the flagship school 
uh, the, it, it's in Fort Worth, Texas. Mm, okay. Um, they've just admitted a new student. Oh. And caused a bit of controversy. How? Well, he's a Muslim. <laughs> Learn, uh, what? Gasan Nagre Nagar Nagagre. What is he doing? He's a Palestinian Muslim. Uh, he recently completed his first year of doctoral studies um, at the seminary. So here's the deal. He was working uh, on an archaeological dig in Israel with okay. them. Okay. Uh, because it's a lot of volunteers that aren't necessarily associated with them. Okay. And uh, and just got interested in maybe getting his his PhD and uh, and approached the school and was like, hey, what do you think? And uh, Okay. And how has this whole thing gone? Well, uh, I mean, this is in the news, so something happened. The president, uh, the president said the young man asked about the PhD program, and I told him we don't normally admit non-born again believers to the seminary, but <laughs> there is no, but there is no reason we can't. <laughs> we just uh, never had this happen before. Nobody's asked. <laughs> <laughs> Which makes sense because why the fuck would you want to go there? It's not he, like it's... he liked the people. He didn't know yeah. what he was getting himself. Right. One yeah. brand of Christianity for him is going to be just like the other. You know right. what I mean? Like right. he doesn't know that. And it sounds that shit crazy. And ones. he probably. I, I hate to say it, but if he's a Palestinian who met them all in Israel working on an a, a, a archaeological site, mm. so nobody told him this is not an accredited university. <laughs> uh. Anyway, um, so j just, just in the interest of full disclosure, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, oh, we should sure. probably let you know you can't do anything with this. Nobody degree. will respect this degree except other <laughs> Southern Baptists. But you go right at yeah. Give us your money; it'll be great. <laughs> there has been some controversy, yes. Yeah, so, uh, oh, yes. um, a couple of some some people have been writing that that uh, that this is, of course. Tainting the uh, the the reputation of the of the institution. Why? Um, it means that they're an open and accepting right organization that's correct, willing to take money from anyone. Right. I mean, that's that taints their reputation. That really? Well, come on. I mean, <laughs> since when do Christian like Bible thumping Christians want to be open and welcoming? They I want... thought that was their whole thing. I mean, this is like a backdoor. This is a way to like get somebody in. And try to convert him. Well, that's what that that's one of the arguments that the president of the university made. But he, uh, other guys, but other people are saying there's a uh, like for instance, one blogger wrote uh, that that he. I mean, he was upset because not only do we have decisions being made secretly and by presidential fiat, <laughs> we have not addressed the possible use of cooperative funds being used for the education of a practicing Muslim. Ooh, what is he going to go do with these Christian teachings? Terrorists. He's gonna be a terrorist, but yeah. he'll but he'll have the secret handshakes that the Christians all know. They most of them don't have no. secret handshakes. No, it's only the Mormons. Hmm. Yeah, I I think it's hilarious. Uh, poor guy's gonna get a worthless degree, and in the meantime, like everyone's going to hate him and look at him askance. Maybe he was just trying to immigrate to the United States. Right. I don't want to be a complete cynic here, but like that's a that's couple a good of, that's way a in. couple of years of visa. Yeah, Bible schools can totally get you a visa right and when you know if he goes back to the you know the holy land you can say it's not like they're gonna check to see whether his school's accredited 
They might raise an eyebrow when he shows up with his PhD from Southwest Bap- Southwestern I, Baptist I Theological want, I, Seminary. <laughs> I do want to know what his plan was. Like, what was he, what, I mean, he had to know that he was getting a religious degree. So what was his plan to do with, like, what was he going to do with that degree? Because, I mean, he's not a complete fool. No. He would, he would have to know that it's. That it's not the most useful thing in the universe. No, you tell me. Like, go be a tour guide. I, I gotta say, he, he would know most all of the college the, students all the shit at that point. Most of the college students that I know don't know jack shit about why they're in college either. Uh, they're just, especially probably the PhD. Programs. They're just getting the degrees <laughs> and then in the ho- non sciences, and then hoping that it'll work out in the end. <laughs> I think this will lead to something. I don't know. Uh, I yeah. Yeah, definitely the non-sciency ones. Yeah, I, the sciency so, ones. I think I'm jealous of those kids because they got it all figured out. <laughs> and I'm always just, I was always just like, I don't know, I'm doing yeah. this because you're like, I like it's films. College, and yeah, I'm you're supposed, supposed to go to college. Pretty sure you're supposed to get a degree, right? So, yeah. By the way, to the young people listening, I would recommend you don't go to college unless you have a specific path. You're spending way too much money, and if you don't know what you're gonna do. Uh, no, I have, have a goal. I I knew what I wanted to do. Okay. And I'm more or less in some way doing it. I yeah. make film. Yeah. I do. I, I, I just have decent. to have a job to support that right, right. expensive habit. So. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, there you go. Hmm. Hmm. What do hmm. you got? Hmm. Um, I'm going to stick with the uh, with the whole Bible thing. Okay. Um, and this this is... Dan, brace yourself. All right. Okay. Are you braced? Okay. I'm prepped. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. Go. The um, the folks at uh, uh, the uh, the Bible that Bible Museum in Kentucky, the Creation Museum. Sure. The one run by Answers in Genesis. Mm-hmm. Ken that's, Ham's. That's the one. Yeah. Thing. Um, they have a dinosaur skeleton. That proves the biblical flood happened 4,300 years ago. Oh, thank God. Okay. I've been looking for that. <laughs> Proof. <laughs> now I can go back to being a Christian. Oh, uh, yeah. Don't tell me anymore because that's all I want. I, don't, I, I need to go back to being a Christian and I'm, I have a sneaking suspicion that if you tell me anymore, I'm not going to be able to do it. Yeah. Okay, tell me more. Okay. It's an Allosaurus. Yeah, sure. Which that's uh, the re- big. That's a big. Yeah. Uh, Looks like a T Rex. T Rex looking guy. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was uh, found in Colorado over a decade ago, uh-huh. and uh, it's been donated to the museum from a uh, some some woman who just died her foundation or something or other. <laughs> um, but nonetheless, good use of funds. Good yeah. use of funds. This uh, th- this is the one that proves it. Okay. So um, how do they prove it? Because it was it was at, it, it was around when the flood happened. That's the proof. How how do they know that? Because that's what Ken Ham's saying. <laughs> Surely they're providing something that they call evidence. Um, I'm. I don't think so. Well, if that's not faith promoting, I don't know what is. Yeah. Um, Meaning they're promoting the fact that you have to have faith. This is what Ham says. He says, evolutionists use dinosaurs to teach children 
Wait, wait, wait. No, I'm sorry. To reach children more than anything else to promote their worldview. Right. Our museum uses dinosaurs to help tell their true history, according to the Bible. So what all they're doing is they're putting this thing in a big diorama uh-huh. and then and get the kids all fascinated. Dinosaur! Right. You know, because kids love dinosaurs. We know this. Right. Yeah, kids love dinosaurs. Kids love dinosaurs. So they're just using the and same so trick. so they're using the same trick. And they're slipping in Bible stories. Well, we saw that same thing in mm-hmm. Dallas. When That's we, all they were doing. When we went to the the dinky little creation museum right. at that one school. What was the school? Do you remember the name of the school that it was, it was located the, in? I don't know. The Dallas Bible School. It was something. School. It was some some Bible college in Dallas that we went oh, to. It was like New World something or other. Or New oh, Faith yeah. something it was, or other. Yeah. It was, like, it was like, look at our cult Bible school. Yeah, it felt compoundy, by it the way. It felt really culty. Yeah. And uh but they had a whole bunch of real fossils and and like a, and they had a, an Albertosaurus yeah. skeleton. Mm-hmm. And they That's were talking true. about all of the ways that that proved that that we well, of course they were more clever. They just said that what it proved was that uh that we don't that you know, dinosaur scientists change their minds sometimes. Yeah, that's how about about yeah. what this is what they used to say, and now, this is what they say and now. This is what they believe some this. people are saying now, right? And exactly. if they're the only ones saying it, right? Of course, yeah. some people like like the guy that's that runs this museum right. say, and so yeah, it becomes and, this this thing of like, and it's like, well, how do you know? Well, only God has the answers. Only the Bible, <laughs> like that's what it all goes back to, right? Exactly. It's used as an object lesson. But they're pretty clever about it. Like mm-hmm. they're pretty clever. He, I mean, he had they had some good lines about like, well, you know. So obviously the evolutionists and the and the scientists don't know for sure, and we don't know for sure. So it's just a matter. So it's a fifty fifty shot. Could go one way. Could go the other way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I've got some quotes from the from the article. Okay. Uh, Daniel Phelps, president of the Kentucky Paleontologist paleontological society Mm -hmm. uh, said in a release thursday that the creation museum quote has decided without doing research that the dinosaur fossil is evidence of noah's flood okay Mm -hmm. so this is just going you asked me if there was evidence or what are they saying right right evidence no there is none um and michael perutka a member of the foundation uh which runs the uh museum and the Constitution Party's candidate for president in 2004, said the fossil, quote, is a testimony to the creative power of God in designing dinosaurs. And it also lends evidence to the truth of a worldwide catastrophic flooding in the Earth of the Earth in Noah's time. So they're saying the way that this thing died was because of the flood, uh. right? Clearly. And Nye actually, during the, that, <coughs> their little debate, the Ham-Nye debate, uh-huh. um, he... He sort of said, you know, if he pointed out that if there had been a big flood, you would expect drowning animals to swim up to higher levels, right? Which is where they would have their their uh, bones would have mingled with fossils known from a later time period, sure. Um, and but that just isn't the case. Their their bones are always found in the time period where they are supposed to be, right? Right. Period. Well. You know the flood. The floods are tricky. I don't think uh, I don't think Bill Nye really understands the the complexities of of flood dynamics. There's a lot of currents that like shift those dead carcasses all over the place. Right, right. But but down. They always move them down, down, down. 
to where to the to, to, to the Jurassic to period. Jurassic period <laughs> or sediment. whatever period it's supposed to be. Oh boy! So, anyways, I thought that was fun. Yeah, dinosaurs, dinosaurs, proven Jesus. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna take us to Sioux City, Iowa, where there is a uh, where there are plans for a new park, a new public park in um, Sioux City. Okay. Uh, sounds really nice. Nice grass areas. Everybody and loves a park. Yeah. Um, it's been granted a uh, hundred and forty thousand um, dollars to to get this thing rolling, oh. but for some reason the Fufurf wants them not to uh, not to do it. Why? What could they possibly have against a park? Uh, it's a Christian park, completely and totally Christian. How is it? How is it? How could a park <laughs> possibly be Christian? Um, basically, it's a. Uh, uh, it's a. It's planned to have like a lo- a walk with religious uh, with the stations of the cross. St- well, sort of like like uh, scriptures all the way around, and oh. it's it's meant to be a place to reflect and come to Jesus. Oh, uh, nice. okay. Quite specifically, that's what it's meant to hmm. be. Um, it was. It was. Uh, where did I find the thing? This was being built on public. Land by public funds. By public funds, um, there was a okay. grant uh, of a, that grant of one hundred and forty thousand uh, dollars. This is called the Shepherd's Garden, by the way. Oh, that's lovely! Isn't name. that a nice thing? Um, and it's 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 intended. So it was granted by the Iowa Economic Development Authority to build a quote permanent Christian green space. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> what? Okay, who is this economic? That's, development authority. Uh, that's a government. That's a government agency, for sure, guaranteed. Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, it could just be something with an official sounding name. No, no, it's official. Yeah. So, what? so they're uh, what? So, which is why the Fufurf is getting involved. What? Yeah. None of this makes any sense. Yeah, the board was. Uh, uh, the board apparently was totally aware uh, of the plans for the park. Uh, that they would include a stone path with Bible verses. Prayer spaces and a walk of faith walkway. Wow! Isn't that something? So they're reconsidering it. Yeah. The uh, the 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 board will review the public grant. Huh. That was awarded. There's a <laughs> park here in town. Of course, it wasn't built with public funds, but Gilgal. That's. I mean, it's more of a heritage thing that the city's mm-hmm. preserving, right? But like, it's totally religious in its inception. And it's crazy. Oh, that's awesome. That's it's why, amazing. That's why everybody in the city was like, "Yes, please preserve that." Yeah, exactly. That shit, crazy. It's nuts. nutball. By the way, if you are in Salt Lake <laughs> or if you are visiting Salt Lake City and you don't track down and go to Gilgal Gardens, yeah, you have made a mistake in your life <laughs> uh, because that place is hilarious. I'll just we'll just yeah. I'll just give you the the lead into it. One of the first things you see as you walk in is a sphinx. Uh, carved out of out of stone mm-hmm. with Joseph Smith's face. Yeah, I'm just gonna leave it at that, and it just keeps going. It just keeps going. That park is is, it's, is crazy. It's cra- yeah. It was it was created by one man, yeah. and he was a nut. And, and it was his backyard, and it was gonna be developed, and people got like the city to buy it. And yep. I think it's totally appropriate. It's so amazing. It's definitely worth going. Anyway, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. They apply, yeah. So apparently, this was a, a Vision Iowa grant. 
that uh, that they applied for Vision Iowa, and they they said they did not hide the fact that they were trying to make uh, that there would be a spiritual element to the park design, but mm. at the same time we took out all costs associated with religious symbols or l- the like from our from their application, so they think that they got away with it. Oh, so just like the grass and the development of the site is being paid for. Right. And then the rest of all that's just And then all the other stuff is just paid for by individual donors. Yeah. How could anyone object to that? I don't see how. Get your act together. (laughs) It's just a nice park. Lovely. That no one in our position would feel comfortable in. No. Hmm. Yeah. There should be a philosopher's corner type place in the park where, like, you can get mm. on your soapbox and start yelling about crazy religious stuff. Or at least just a good dog park. <laughs> just poop. Good dog run. If you're in Sioux City <laughs> and it ends up going through, go ahead and take your dogs there. And it's an off-leash dog park. Let them poop. <laughs> anyway, what do you got? Uh, my final story. Dun, dun, dun. Mm. That's a good one. Yeah. Um. You know, there is a problem in this world, mm. yeah. and it's the desecration of cemeteries. Oh, horrible problem! I hate it when people do that. It is. This is not a victimless crime. All the victims are dead, but it's they're but, victims. But they're still well. No, the the victims are the the surviving people. Yeah, and I guess I guess there is a problem. This is and this is true. There is a problem with. Cemetery desecration of sort of the religious parts of certain cemeteries. Really? Yeah. Like you know the what? Jewish part. Oh, We'll have God. like anti-Jewy things happen. Gross. In it, which is awful. And that is absolutely... Um, that, that's that's I mean, not I was, okay. I was going to say hate crime. It kind of is. It kind of probably it kinda is. It kind of is. Um, because the people, the, the members of that community who show up to visit the, you know, their, their right. loved ones, the, the, the site of their loved ones interment um they uh they're obviously going to be quite intimidated by that and that's that's the whole point of like all that kind of stuff but anyways um so the u.s uh house of representatives Mm -hmm. on wednesday so may 28th passed a bill that makes desecrating crimes a violation of religious rights uh, 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 graves desecrating graves right a violation of religious crimes Huh. Um, and so it now is going to go to the Senate. Um, and uh, basically what it's doing is there's the International Religious Freedom Act of 1998. Sure. That um, I don't know everything that that entailed, but they're adding this to that act so that they can, so that the U.S. can impose penalties on foreign nations and individuals for acts of cemetery desecration. That's okay. I, I mean, I got you. Got to figure that ninety percent of cemetery desecration is teenagers being all like, crazy and whatever. In this country, in this country, sure, yeah. But this is this is has international targets. Yeah. So I would think that, you know, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I, I, I don't know in what setting this could possibly be useful, but, <laughs> well, you know. There you go. Well, I mean, the the thing is that what what's happening is that people are like extra. I mean, it's extra offensive yeah. to desecrate a grave. It right. really is. That's it's like pretty bad. But like, 
I mean, I think about, I mean, this is clearly, like, I, I kind of, my initial reaction, I don't know if it's the right one or not, but I was like, well, what are they going to, like, what if somebody desecrated my atheist grave? Yeah. You know, like, that's not necessarily religiously motivated. I mean, it is, but isn't. Right. Well, it's, first of all, do you have the word atheist on your grave? I might. <laughs> okay. Fair yeah, enough. why not? Sure. Why would I not? Sure. At this point, Dan. Yeah, I mean, what is we devote the most notable thing I've done? Right, we've devoted many hours (laughs) weekly to our atheism. We might as well throw it on there. Yeah, sure. Frank Feldman, atheist. Fuck your god. Dog owner. Dog owner and atheist. (laughs) I don't. I mean, usually they say something like father. Right. Right. Exactly. And so it's like, no, no. I was. I'm a son. I guess. Yes. Exactly. Uh. An atheist. Yeah. All right. So, I'll make sure that that gets on your gravestone. Yeah. So if somebody desecrates that, I want them prosecuted in some sort of hate crime fashion. Under this law. I, I would like that. Yeah. Sure. So it would be best if I was buried someplace internationally. Yeah. So that the U.S. Congress can go after these people. Right. These assholes <laughs> who would dare desecrate my grave. I mean, this is all, it's really about Jewish cemeteries right i mean that's really what it's all about yeah so um i have sympathy for that but at the same time i'm just like really are we really (laughs) i don't know well there you go i don't know am i crazy we're not really caring yeah i think it's a waste of time i i don't know i don't know enough about the problem i guess i don't either to know if that's a thing or not it seems Mm. like desecrating a grave should already I mean, it's already illegal, right? Yeah. So, I don't know why we need the U.S. Congress saying, you know. Because the U.S. Congress needs to grandstand to show their support for Israel in any way that they possibly can. And they're running out of ways? They're running out of ways. (laughs) They're like, what can I do? I Uh, I don't know. And then they read some news article about a grave getting desecrated, and they're like, that's the issue. I've got it. I've got it. I need to now. I can now. I can finally go and have that that uh, fundraising dinner with the mm. American Jewish Council mm. or whatever, and mm. show how pro Jew I am. Yeah. Anyway, pro Jew. Go. We're gonna be talking about that. We are. We are pro Jews. Jew. Jew. Wait. Wait. Judeophile. Judeophile. Judeophilia. That's what. That's what we're gonna talk about. Ooh, come here. <laughs> come sit on Uncle's lap. No, no, Herschel. Don't go near. Don't go near him. He's a Judeophile. <laughs> the man across the street. He looks nice, but he's a Judeophile. You don't want to go near him. <laughs> don't take any candy. It it is kosher, but don't you don't want to go near it. <laughs> well, okay, so I'm going to talk about. Oh, you have another one. I have one more. I have to sit through another one. It's a good one. Uh, it's a good one. Okay, uh, India. Be. One of India's wealthiest spiritual leaders uh, will have his fate decided by a court. Uh, okay. Soon. Okay. Uh, there's a lot at stake. His uh, his his whole estate worth. Valued at uh, here at over a hundred million pounds, English pounds. What? Uh, so he's a guru. Yeah, 
So is he like selling DVDs online or something? No, no, but he's got a he's got a sect. How uh, does he raise own, that much money? He's got his own little sect called the Diva Jyoti Jagrati Sansthan sect. It's a beautiful name. It really is, <laughs> and I and I think I don't want to toot my own horn, but I think I nailed you, the you pronunciation. Right. Yeah. I think I nailed. All right, it. well, cool. Uh, there, there's there's a bit of an issue. Uh, his followers claim that he is. Uh, has been in a deep state of meditation uh, and and therefore has not been able to speak for himself. His family, however, claims that he had a heart attack and died last January. <gasps> what? <laughs> so there's a bit of a discrepancy in the stories. The- He's been in a freezer <laughs> since January. <laughs> In a deep meditative state? <laughs> yes. Uh, according to... So the, a deep court- frozen... Yes, there will be a court ruling on whether he is, in fact, meditating, as is claimed by his followers, who I think just want to be able to use the grounds of his beautiful estate and probably right. his, his money. Yeah. Well, uh, and his family, who is saying, um, he's dead! And we just want the money. We just want him to be dead so that we can divvy this up and cremate him in the fashion that we're supposed to do. And like, uh, actually, do all of the rights and things, and actually finally there be is done with no this. No way. <laughs> a frozen guru. Yeah, he's a guru sickle. He's mm-hmm. totally yeah. It's pretty. It's. <laughs> I just love that there's a court that has to rule on whether a dude is dead or meditating. Ah, uh, wow. It's a, that's impressive. It's a pretty deep meditation at this point. I think. <laughs> That's a pretty. He's gone deep. I would be impressed. Some of these guys, they can suppress their like you know, like they go into a state that looks dead. Yeah, sure. You know, sure. I've heard of that. I've heard that that happens. I yeah, and I believe it. They say they say that you so, can you know you can you can control your autonomic functions like your heart not beating anymore or so maybe he just shut it down, and he was like everyone. He's like, put me in the freezer. Yeah. I'm going to shut everything down, put me in the freezer, and then thaw me. Yeah, yeah. You'll hear a knocking at the door. Right. Right. When I'm done, <laughs> I'll be chilly. So uh, have a blanket ready, maybe some cocoa, some chai. Uh, some, and, some uh, I don't even know what. Uh, some meat tenderizer. <laughs> like, what do you, yeah, what do, you, what do you give a man who's been frozen for several months? I don't know. In deep meditation. A, a lukewarm bath. I think a death certificate. You don't want to go too quick with it. I started yeah. off, you know, got to s- slowly warm him up. Right. Yeah, mm. I think you just give him a death certificate and call it done. What if it works? <laughs> Dan, what if it works? What if What if the court pronounces him dead and then he comes out? Yeah, He's that's like, what hey, I'm saying when they thaw him. Hey, where's my, uh, where's my shit at? <laughs> you guys, uh, what, you just took it? I was hibernating. My my followers told you I was just meditating. <laughs> I left instructions. Uh, I don't know what you guys are doing, but mm. you got to meditate pretty hard to get your to to meditate your way out of a heart attack. Mm-hmm. So you probably said, "Put me in the freezer, quick, because I got to do some deep meditation because I'm about to die." <laughs> oh, I just died! Quick, get me in the freezer. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. All right. Well, if you'd like to chime in on this. Uh, or anything else that we've talked about today, you can email us. Our email address is podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. But that's not the only way to contact us, no, dear listener. 
you can you can get your voice onto the show mm. uh, with a question by calling uh, our our voicemail, which is four two four six 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 eight four four two. Or you can also join the conversation that's happening every week on Facebook. That's facebook.com slash TGI Atheist. Yeah. And uh, there's, yeah, there's posts about the show fun and other fun stuff. stuff. All you like things. us, shows up in your feed. You will learn. Yeah. You, you, yeah, why not? If you go there. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> sort of. <laughs> Ish. Uh, uh, all right. Well, we have a, uh, a fun little <laughs> clip of audio to play. Um, this is, uh, it's going to start off with a woman who I've never heard of before, and it's not even that important, but she's, uh, sort of speaking to us via the internet, mm. uh, on some show. Um, and, uh, we've got all the details ready for you. Boy, they are. Um, but her name is Janet Porter, if that means anything to anybody. And she's talking about Jason Collins, the, uh, NBA, uh, basketball player. And be gay. <laughs> who came out. As a homosexual, yeah. Um, at the end of the 2013 season, and uh, yeah, so we're just gonna let that play, and then some fun stuff comes in. Who was it that came in at the end? I can't remember. Some dude. Oh yeah, it's just that dude. I don't know his name. <laughs> okay, so we'll just play it. Okay. Jason Collins uh, is actually an identical twin. He is now uh, the poster child for homosexuality in the NBA, or, uh, you know, I, I, I think he's, that's his claim to fame, right? Well, what people don't realize is that he has an identical brother who is a heterosexual. Now, that flies in the face of everything they want us to believe. They say that it's genetic, you're born that way, uh, this is part of your, your DNA. Well, guess what? Identical twins have identical genes. If one has blue eyes, the other has blue eyes. That would stand to reason if one is homosexual, if it were genetic, the other would be homosexual. And quite honestly, he makes the case that you're not born that way, that this is a choice he's made, and it's a choice that is very dangerous uh, physically, and it's very dangerous as we see to our freedoms in the nation. You're absolutely right. And if you have twin brothers who are genetically identical, but one of them is demon-possessed and the other one is not, then it's possible that one is going to be addicted to all kinds of sin and the other one is not. So there's a spiritual root behind these kind of problems. Demon possessed and therefore addicted to sin. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's what you are, Franklin. Mm. How's that demon treating you? Pretty nice. Yeah? You. You're enjoying it? <laughs> Let me tell you something. If I could get me a demon, that mm. just sounds great. Mm. You don't know what's possible once you have a demon inside you. Although I don't think I like the idea of being addicted to sin. I'd like to just try some sinning mm. without without the is there is there non-addictive sin? You know, there there's you can be in a a, a functional you know like like with alcoholism, you can be a functional alcoholic. A func- so a functional so sinaholic. A, a, a functional homosexual. Oh, okay. You know? Someone yeah. someone who can make sort of, you know, make it in 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 the real world and 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 mm. get mm-hmm. by. Get by. Just fine. It doesn't get too much in the way, but boy, are you addicted. Oh yeah. Boy, it's something else. You cannot stop. <sighs> oh, howdy. That uh that Collins boy. Uh, that poor proves it. It proves it. He proves it. Although I, I think you and I stumbled on when we were talking about this, the uh, the answer to their to their claim. Oh, what's that? Because we looked up him and his brother. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And one is an inch taller than the other. Uh-huh. Well, yeah, the the gay one. The gay is one is an inch taller and than. You got to make room for the demon. 
What? Demon needs some space, man. Well, shoo, shoo, you're you're ruining my argument, which is that, <laughs> you know, if the one's an inch taller, I thought they're supposed to be genetically identical. Oh, I didn't even pick up on that. Wait a minute. <gasps> they're Damn. not identical. You mean so they... Either they're not identical twins, as we're claiming, what? or being an identical twin doesn't mean that everything is exactly the same. You mean the exact same genetic makeup can have slightly different results? It, it would appear that that's possible. What? I'm no geneticist, <laughs> uh, but it does seem like, you know, there may be... Ah. Uh, but okay, well, but I mean, you know, maybe I know, there there's possible mutations. Like maybe he got the the demon gene. Mm. You know, made him an inch taller. Made him an, it made him an inch taller mm-hmm. and a hundred percent gayer. And I have to say, their they um their facial features are just a little different. Mm. Um, I I do have to say, his straight brother is hotter. <laughs> and that's usually, I mean, of course that's the case. You're just a straight Look chaser. Mm. <laughs> hmm. Well, there you go. All right. Um, what are we going to do? We'll do some emails? Emails, Dan. Okay, let's do some emails. Uh, we have people write in. Bob wrote into us, said, grew up in a Catholic household and was forced to go to church weekly, mm. uh, go to Sunday school, and be confirmed into the Catholic church. Up until I was about five years old, I believed in Santa Claus, Easter Bunny, Tooth Fairy, and other fictional characters, but never God. What? I'm guessing that I believed in those other characters due to the evidence. Christmas gifts from Santa Claus, eggs and chocolate from the bunny, quarters from the Tooth Fairy. Nothing ever came from God. When I was five, I discovered my parents leaving Santa Claus gifts under the Christmas tree, so I lost belief in those other fictional characters. As I got older, I considered myself normal, not an atheist, and considered... uh, and considered religious people somehow psychologically handicapped. Oh Never God. hid my atheism, but also did not flaunt it. Uh, I now live in an area that's almost entirely fundamental Christian and am Ooh. looked down upon it as an outcast. Oh, no. I always try to educate the uneducated fundamentalist, but I'm finding that, uh, that if it's not in the good book, it cannot be true. Oh my my question is... Are there any other atheists that have always been atheists or more or most former religious people uh that became educated and adopted atheism? Uh I don't know the yeah. answer to that. Thanks yeah. for the thanks for the email, Bob. Yeah. Well, I love I personally we'll, we'll get to his question in a second. But he some he kind of stumbled upon really important key missing key to the whole God thing. Yeah. God needs needs to sneak around and leave things for people uh doy <laughs> i don't know that i'd be an atheist anymore if there were presents i like that came directly from god right right yeah. like yeah i mean honestly so all got, you christian parents out there if you really want to solidify it easter you got to leave something around lying around the house sometimes yeah. on a specific day yeah happy god day everybody hope god <laughs> leaves you some presents what'd you get from god fucking tree <laughs> you got a tree I got oh. a tree god made a tree oh that sucks my mm. god oh my god gave me socks and underwear again <laughs> he didn't make socks and underwear. P- pajamas from god i got a tomato <laughs> god god yeah he made it to it's a miracle i under i get it i got a rainbow god god made me a puppy magnets i got some <laughs> magnets it's how, a miracle. How do those work? 
Uh, I'll tell you. I'll tell you this, Bob. I I would venture to say that every human being on the planet starts out as an atheist. Mm. Isn't that a bumper sticker? I don't know. I think it is. It should be. Yeah. Uh, you know, babies. Oh, nobody's born a bigot. That's what I'm thinking of. <laughs> but also, nobody's born a Christian. Nobody's or, born a Christian or a Muslim or yeah. a Jew. That's a good bumper sticker. You have to be taught those things. Yeah. Uh, so so we're all born atheists, but no, I I think your story is fairly unique. That does it strikes me as unique. Yeah, doesn't match what happened to me. That's for sure. Yeah, for sure. I bought it hook, line, and sinker. Me too. Although now I want to tell all my nieces and nephews, hey, does God ever leave you presents like Santa <laughs> and the Easter Bunny? Like these, uh, I'm not sure. I believe in that guy. Uh, if he doesn't leave presents, how do I know he's there? Little bits of bread on Sunday. <laughs> oh, that's God. that's your present. That's your present. Yeah. Crappy little, bread, a cup of water, and water. Drink if, it. If you're a Mormon, that's yeah. your present. Some Wonder Bread torn up. At very least, if you're Catholic, <laughs> God leaves you wine. Yeah, shitty wine, but wine. But you get some wine. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Chris wrote in and said, "Hey guys, I love the show. Uh, I broke my iPod and got behind on all my favorite podcasts, oh, and now a... I'm uh, getting caught up on the show. It's about one of the worst things that can happen to somebody this, <sighs> these days, this day and age. You can't, you can't live. Break your iPod? How do you live? Holy crap! What do you, what do you do? Listen to your shows like over on your laptop? <laughs> like my mom? Hi, mom. <laughs> it's okay. By this point in the show, she's usually asleep anyway. <laughs> she won't hear. <laughs> anyway, um." Uh, so she, uh, Chris says, uh, I listened to TGIA number 128 where you guys talked about birthright. Do you remember birthright? This is the, you, this was your story about the Jewish oh, yeah, yeah, group yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. that takes, uh, not literal birthright, but no, the group, yeah. the, the group that takes Jewish kids to Israel. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. And, and it sounded really kind of fun and yeah. stuff. Now it sounds more fun because here's what Chris says about it. I'm dating a, quote, secular Jew who went on birthright over winter break and won't stop talking about it. So I have a bit of insight into the whole thing. Oh, wow. She came back a bit more religious and culturally (laughs) Jewy, but that died down uh, after a few months. A big selling point for a lot of college students is the lower drinking age and sleeping with Israeli soldiers. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> a lot of the students who go are between 18 and 20 and they get super excited about being able to drink and is pretty and much sleep with soldiers and it's pretty much an unspoken rule that the program looks the other way about the soldiers coming up to the students rooms and bringing liquor what they pretty much sell it as the spring break experience uh as a spring break experience uh, at least at our university holy crap <laughs> wow oh my gosh Some soldier love all those, all those Jews gone wild. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's fantastic. Thanks, right. Chris. Uh, Don wrote in, Hi, guys. My wife and I are secular humanists. We were raised Christian. Uh, mm. When we moved to a new town, we met new people. When they asked about our beliefs, I was caught between saying I'm a secular humanist and having to explain what that is, or just saying I'm not a Christian. I think that most people were essentially asking uh, a, quote, part of my group or no question. Is it better to explain or just say not part of your group? Thanks. Dawn. I like to align myself with things rather than say what I'm not and let them draw their own conclusions. Interesting. You know what I mean? Like saying if somebody comes up and is like, hey, so what are you, you know, asking your religion. Right. um, And you go, I'm not a Christian. 
I don't know if that comes off very well. Well, you know, it's just saying, oh, I'm a secular humanist. Oh, really? What's that? Say, first of all, saying not a Christian sounds suspicious. Yeah. Like well, to a Christian ear, it's like, it's like, wait, is this a Muslim sleeper cell? What's happening? Sleeper cell, sleeper cell. I could tell you, I can't tell you much, but I can tell you I'm not a Christian. Right. I'm not going to go into much. Uh, there is a bomb in my car, <laughs> and I'm not a Christian. <laughs> no, I, th- I mean, I think it, uh, it's, it's obviously up to you, and it's obviously yeah. a, a, a question of, of uh, you know, specific situations. But I think you're probably better off just saying what you do believe. Yeah. And secular humanist, it... Once you explain it, it comes off. I mean, if it, if what they're doing is, they're, are you a part of our group or not? Then you've just told them right. that you're not. And they might have learned something while talking to you. Right. And the truth is that what will probably happen a lot of the time is that they won't ask you any follow-up questions because they won't want to know. You'll hmm. say secular humanist and they'll go, oh, oh, we've never had one of those on the block before. <laughs> and then they'll move on to a different topic of conversation because they'll be frightened. <laughs> But we'll the point, find another bottle. But the point is that they, that's the same as saying I'm not in your group. Mm-hmm. But it does give them a little bit more information, and maybe they go and look it up online. Mm. You know, or yeah, or yeah, you know, if they do ask you follow up questions, you can be there to answer them, and you can say, "Well, well, actually, here's what we believe, and this is you know, blah blah blah," and and you know, I think that that's nice. Yeah. You can sort of expose them to you being a nice person who doesn't share their beliefs. Yeah. But other, and if and if you choose to do the whole I'm not a Christian, just just remember how I'm not a homosexual sounds. Yeah, it's uh, yeah it it, it sets up it sets up a dichotomy with one thing being bad. Yeah, exactly. Dichotomies aren't great. You, you you don't really want to set that up. Mm-hmm. Multiple, you know, plurality is probably better. Yeah, but speaking, who knows? I mean, of I'm not a homosexual. Did you see that thing from that? christiany that video from that christiany group the the that met this last week and two different speakers got up and made like weird comments about i'm not a homosexual (laughs) no it was the weirdest thing ever it was like i'm glad he didn't kiss me yeah (laughs) it was like what where did that come from that's like the guy gave him like a glowing introduction and he gets up and he says this thing he's like (laughs) and i'm glad he didn't kiss me (laughs) (laughs) Which always, uh, yeah. Well, by that logic, if you say I'm not a Christian, yeah, it may make them suspicious that you are a closeted Christian. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he's one. Yeah, he's a Christian. Oh, oh, oh. the lady Mm -hmm. doth protest too much. Methinks. (laughs) Yeah, that's ridiculous. Uh, We've got some voicemails, don't we? Yes, we do. Um, We first, I want to start off with a correction. Oh, right, because uh, so. we're dumbasses. <laughs> hey there, this is Jessica. Uh, I was just listening to your sh- your most recent show, and you made an offhand, someone made an offhand comment about Zimbabwe being uh, uh, the country in Africa with some anti-gay legislation, and I thought I would just call and clear some of that up. I think you may have been thinking of Uganda. Uganda recently, in 2014, passed the, the bill. People were calling it the Kill the Gays bill. Uh, Zimbabwe actually has a, a law on the books from the 90s prohibiting sodomy. And so it's not like Zimbabwe is a really fantastic place to be gay either. But uh, Uganda is the one that's been in the news a whole lot recently. 
So that was it. Love the podcast. Keep up the good work. Have a great weekend. Yeah, we're done. It's all the same. <laughs> it's, it's Africa. Africa. It, the whole the whole continent is pretty fucked up. Yeah. So I mean, I only learned recently that it's not the country of Africa. <laughs> so <laughs> wait, Africa's not a country. I know it's weird. It's, it's like weird. Yeah, I don't get that. I don't. In Uganda. Know. That's the eat the poo poo, right? <laughs> Isn't that the where that took place? Yes, I'm pretty sure that they eat poo poo in Uganda. No, no, no. That's, I know. I'm just yeah. kidding. Yes, Anyways. yes. That's where that guy is from. <laughs> okay. Well, we got that one wrong. Yeah. All right. We then, were, that wasn't part of our story, as she mentions. We were just sort it of was, yeah throwing it, that out, it was and, just, and we got and it wrong. We came up with Zimbabwe. But thank you for the Which, correction. It we, didn't feel right, but we just needed to move on. It's as good as we got. Yeah. Yeah. It. You know what? It's close to the same part. The first letters in the same part of the alphabet. Oh, there you and go. Z, they're really close. Yeah. And we got the continent right. Yeah. And that's that's saying a Every, lot. Everything else is nitpicking. Yeah. I did get an A in my political geography class. Though. Oh, that's good. I didn't. You didn't? Well, I didn't take one. Oh. And I didn't get an A in anything. Certainly not in high school. <laughs> well, this was college. Oh, okay. I, didn't t- some I definitely didn't take it there. Something or other. Yeah. But I had to take. Did an online class. Learned all the capitals of all the countries in the world. Wow. Don't ask me now. Right. But I got through that test. It was pretty impressive. Anyways. Wow. All right. Uh, and now uh, we have another um, voicemail. This one, uh, a, a nice little story about uh, an incident in a jail. Okay. Hmm. Hi, Frank and Dan. This is Brad. I work in a prison and I'm kind of dealing with the inmates a lot. I'm a case manager and. We were given paperwork from our chaplain to a pamphlet to hand out to the inmates the other day. Usually the chaplain hands this stuff out himself, but he decided to just hand it to us and ask if we could just pass it all out. Actually, he gave it to our supervisors, and they asked that if we could pass them all out. And upon looking at them, they're for the inmates to give information about their children, uh, their asses and such, so then those this company could get the children's information and send them in, info about church and basically uh, get them into their church services and, you know, the stuff with kids that we don't really appreciate so much as atheists. So anyway, I... I threw it all out uh, after I realized that a bunch of other case managers didn't actually hand the stuff in either, or hand the stuff out either. And I put a complaint to uh, the people in charge saying that I didn't agree with it, but uh, I just want to let you guys know that I think I did the right thing. Hopefully uh, I will not lose my job. Uh, I will tell a story about how the inmates just threw it out themselves if that's what it takes. So. Thanks for your show. It's awesome. Yeah. Bye. Well, thank you, Brad. That is, that's quite a story. I, maybe they've finally gotten the idea that prison should be about punishment and they're, <laughs> and they're, they're going to do it through Christianity. <laughs> but why punish the children? Oh, no think kidding. Think of the children, everybody. <laughs> Well, Brad was thinking of the kids. I know. Well, Thank God. I mean, okay, so yeah, 
clearly that was a super inappropriate thing for your supervisors to ask of you. Yeah. I do hope you don't get fired. That would be uh, uber yeah. shitty. Well, he's not alone. That no. is one thing. He does say that no. others were not handing them out either. But boy, that's a... And you might, you know, if, if anything does go wrong, you might be able to get uh, a group like the ACLU or or, or some for, for, for somebody to yeah. to rally around you. I don't know. It's an interesting thing. There's a lot of sympathy out there in general, I think, for religion getting to the prisoners. Mm. You know? Yeah. It's such a symbol of like, oh, they're they're on the right track. Well, yeah. You know? I mean, to, Save be, their per- souls, to be perfectly they're... honest, if I were in prison and I was facing a parole board... <laughs> I would probably claim that I had found Jesus just to get out sooner. I'm guessing it would go a long way. Probably. Of course, but, it would make the news. Confirmed atheists found Jesus in jail. <laughs> and then I'd come back out and I'd be like, fuck you, I didn't find him anyway. Ha! I lied. <laughs> Bitches. <laughs> I'm even worse now. That's the... Dan, that's dumb. What? <laughs> You're dumb. How dare you? What, what are you going to go to jail for? I'm not going to go to jail. What? I don't want to go to jail. Wow. If I go you to jail. You need a better plan than that, Dan. If I go to jail. If you, if you want to pull this whole thing off, you got to come up with something. <laughs> I do. I do. Okay. Uh, I, I just don't know. Something that will get you in front of a parole board. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'll need to, I'll need to come up with that. I don't know. I'm mm. going to moon the Supreme Court or something. Well, that would do it. It'd, it'd get me in jail, but it yeah, wouldn't get me in prison. Some, yeah. You need prison time. Yeah. You need a felony. Damn. <sighs> this is going to be tough. <laughs> this is going to be tough. Uh, anyway, uh, we have some donors that I wanted to oh, yeah. mention. Let's thank the donors. We have some great donors. Well, Ryan donated. He made a one-time donation uh, that we really appreciate. Thanks, Ryan. Chris, uh also, a very nice one-time donation and had a message that said, just saying thanks for the awesome podcast uh, work for the years I've been a listener. Oh. Not to beat a dead horse, but you really helped me get past my angry atheist phase and to move on to more productive and accepting uses of my time. Well, fantastic. That feels well, thank good you. when you say that to yeah. us. Thanks, Chris. And Don, uh, uh, an incredibly generous uh, donation, one-time donation from Don. So, yeah. Uh, thank you guys very much. If you want to help with the cause, uh, dear listeners, you can do so by going to thankgodimatheist.com and clicking on the support tab there. Indeed. Do we have something to talk about? Kinda. Okay. Um, so this was, uh, I want to start our little conversation about Mormons and Jews mm-hmm. um, with uh, this, there was this thing that popped up in the Salt Lake Tribune. Um, Peggy Fletcher stack mentioned it um, about um, the, the, the founder of Buzzfeed. Oh yeah. Also, who was also the, one of the founders of the Huffington post, uh, Jonah Peretti. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that name sounds familiar to you, um, but um, he recently did a, uh, a little uh, speechy thing at the University of Florida. Okay. And during it, so he was talking about sort of the 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 quality of ideas that get out there on the on the on the internet. Right. I mean, BuzzFeed for people who don't know, it is just about what is sort of the most viral, the most looked at, the most sort of 
popular thing out on the web. Right. And they're starting to do some really cool stuff. They're actually starting to do some long form journalism. They're actually they've opened up some uh some bureaus, some journalistic bureaus. Really? Uh, they do real reporting now. And but they also do, you know, cat videos. Right. And top ten things to do this summer. Yeah, to all, not get all yourself I ever see whatever. is like yeah, lists of yeah. twenty five weirdest pictures that I don't know what's happening in them. Right, exactly. Or whatever. That that aren't vulgar but look like it. Right. Yeah. And that exa- one, yeah, that exactly. one's scary. Oh my god. That one freaks me out. <laughs> um so anyway, so he was at the uh University of Florida and he was so he's making this whole point about, you know, really the popular stuff on the internet, um, it's you know, it's these cat videos and shit. And it's not really necessarily the quality content. Mm. Quality content sometimes does go viral on its own, um, but um, but it, it's not where it really happens. No, usually right? it's a snapshot. It's a tidbit. It's yeah. a little. It's a little clever. And so he's giving this PowerPoint presentation, right? During the whole thing, he has the slides up, and he's right. rah, 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 talking about this, talking about that. And all of a sudden, this slide comes up w- that uh, has. Um, it says, which is higher quality, Judaism or Mormonism? <laughs> and it has a picture of two, uh, two Hasidic Jews and two Mormon missionaries. Sure. Uh, and they're side, those two photos are side by side. And, uh, and he, he poses this question, you know. And then he, he, he points out that, let me see if I can find, if I still have that open. Um, I don't think oh no no here it is um let me get down to the thing he points out that oh shit there it was it was right there oh he has these performance metrics okay of jews and mormons sure so he's looking at the numbers of mormons in the world in uh let me just expand that so i can get a good look at that oh maybe i'll zoom there we are so in 1950 is that right? 1950? There were, God, it looks like maybe a million Mormons uh-huh. uh, worldwide. Sure. And uh, there were eleven, over 11 million Jews worldwide. Okay. And then he fast forwards to 2014, and there's over 14 million Mormons, ostensibly. Um, and uh, the numbers of Jews have sort of, they went up. And then they went down, and they're kind of, well, they're probably around like 13 million, 12 and a half million, somewhere. Oh. It's a bar graph. I'm having a hard time sort of pinning down the number. Right. But his point is, again, going back to his question, which is higher quality, Jude- <laughs> Judaism or Mormonism? <laughs> well, his whole thing is, you know, you, you get the point that he's making, right? That it's not necessarily the higher quality religion. That wins the most, <laughs> that gets the, the the best performance metrics, right? Because so Judaism had, is clearly, that's the good stuff. That's the high quality shit. Oh. Right there. Clearly. Mormonism is like, they, the, it's really, it's, yeah. It's the Jews like, have got it figured out. Mormonism. When it comes to religion, that's some high quality religion. Right. Yeah. For sure. Okay. <laughs> that That's the good shit. But Mormonism is performing. They're outperforming Judaism Judaism. on every metric. And so it's kind of, he's, you know, what is it? 
Well, it's the tenacity of the spreaders of the message. They have so many people willing to spread the message, and they're just relentless. Yeah. Jews don't do that. No. And They've so, been resting on their laurels. Yeah. Come on, Jews, get your act together. And then so he has two two slides that say that, and then all of a sudden, it's just back to his... his actually, I looked through all the slides for the whole thing. Uh, somebody posted them online. It's fantastic. Like we, it's 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 a very very good talk. It looks like I would love to hear what talk. he said sure. that went along with these slides because he's making some really interesting points about like how how BuzzFeed knows which things to promote and how to go what, viral exactly yeah and uh, and and knowing what's going to go viral more right. than even like how to do it but being able to look at something and go that's the next viral thing yeah um they're good at it and they're good at it it's mostly baby animals yeah well and he has this thing at the whole end this is actually i'm just going to totally deviate since you mentioned that uh-huh he, he talks about um was it the voight kampf test the the thing where you you the computer see if somebody's uh, if you're talking to a computer or if you're talking to a, oh, chatting sure. with a computer or chatting with a human on the other end of the computer right right um and uh and so he's like ready for the test and he puts up pictures of like sleeping dogs and gerbils and cats and <laughs> little baby monkeys and kittens and yeah. a baby giraffe it's all baby animals a baby pig there's and, a chihuahua carrying a purse walking down the street on its hind legs um and he's like how are you feeling if you feel emotion you're a human and so uh, i don't know what that go. means but well even he he knows he knows what the good shit is it's baby animals it's baby animals that's how you that's how you win we need dan and the point i'm going to take from this is we need more baby animals on the show tgia it's thank god animals Thank, thank God! Uh, thank God, it's animals. Thank God for infant animals. That's what the, that's what that stands for now. <laughs> that's the new thing for infant animals. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so so the this just got us thinking about Mormons and Jews in general, and we haven't we haven't talked about the link between Mormonism and Judaism for a little while. Yeah. So I we just wanted to just just, just I go. It's so cute. It's so adorable how the Mormons. Uh, Okay, first of all, you guys need to know, if you haven't listened, to, we said it before, but it's been a while, Mormons think they're Jews. Yeah, and the, all y'all, including the Jews, are Gentiles. Right, non-Mormons are the Gentiles, and they they don't say it this way, but they think they're Jews. <laughs> they think that they've inherited sort of, they, they're, they're adopted into Judaism, yeah, but, yeah. But, but they've inherited God's preferred status. Well, they're uh, as 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 God's chosen people. They're they're Judeophiles. They are Judeophiles. They, or what was the other word that we learned? Judeophilia. Oh no, uh, philo-Semitic. Oh, that's what it is. They're philo-Semitic. They actually describe themselves as philo-Semitic, which I had never heard that before. <sighs> Me neither. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Doctrinally philo-Semitic. What does that mean, Dan? I don't know. It means that they love Jews. The thing is that that I <laughs> there was this whole like. I mean, okay, so here are some, some links, just so you know. First of all, Mormonism uh, started with a book that claimed that the, uh, that the Native Americans, mm. the, the, the natives of the American continent that, you know, that were here when, when 
i.e. the Native Americans. <clears throat> right. Okay. When when the Europeans showed up, they're descended not from uh, you know, sort of proto Asians that came across the Bering Strait. No. Yeah. But clearly. But they're descended from Jews who came in a boat all the way across all of the oceans and things. Well, it does make more sense, the whole Bering Strait thing. Well, yeah. Because I've mean, been up there. How, how are they going to walk that far? It's And it's covered in water. <laughs> right. There's water everywhere. Yeah. You can't walk across. And it's cold. That's right. the other thing people don't know about up there in, in uh, the Bering Strait and shit. It's cold. Yeah. Yeah. And people even, are just going to walk through there? No, 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 no. Even They're clearly going to build a boat. <laughs> and get on it and float over here. From Israel. From Israel. Right. <clears throat> because, you know what? And even if the Bering Strait were connected by a land mass, you know, even if Asia and Alaska were connected, mm-hmm. Alaska has a lot of militia people. It's well protected. They wouldn't let the well, Asians cross. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, there's no way that Sarah Palin would let a bunch of Asians just walk into our the whole country. F- the whole theory falls apart. It's clearly if you just not look true. at it. If you just think about it for five seconds, yeah, and only five seconds, <laughs> and then stop, and then stop thinking completely. Anyway, so sense. so that's that's the first connection that Mormonism has to Judaism is that they have the answer for where the Native Americans came from, and that answer is Israel. They're Jews. They're Jews. And then there's this whole, like, like Mormons, Mormons connect on, and I, I'm not saying individual Mormons. Like, if you meet a Mormon on the street and you say, hey, do you think you're a Jew? They're not <laughs> going to say yes. But Mormonism as a doctrine has such deep ties. Like, uh-huh. the way that the, the early church uh, founders talked about themselves. Uh, yeah. And literally, like, if you look up gentile in dictionaries like many dictionaries list as like a second uh de- de- definition uh-huh. a non-mormon That's it's amazing because this time. was how they used to talk about it yeah um so i mean mormons connect their pilgrimage across the american continent to the exodus they call it an exodus yes they do or the uh, the mormon exodus yeah yep it's pretty it's pretty cute uh, which, by the way, I, I'll point this out again. When I went, and I I just decided to do a side by side comparison: Mormon Exodus to the Jewish Exodus that mm-hmm. that led by led by uh, Moses. Mm-hmm. The Jews did not make it very far. The Mormons have them beat, like by a by a long shot. It is. It's very. It's always was very strange to me that it took forty years. I thought it was a really, really, really long far away place. yeah you read the book and it sounds like it's like the 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 grandest most epic migration of all human time right and it's like you know maybe 40 miles or something yeah 50 mile i don't know i mean israel's it's... not a big area no they did not go and well i guess their exodus was out of out of they egypt did have to leave egypt to be fair but it's it, i i when i looked up like going from point a to point b yeah they just didn't go that far I was no. very disappointed in the Jews. It's really just a day trip. They were just making a big deal out of nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and there's all this manna from heaven. Yeah. Food just gets dropped down for you for free. Yeah. The Mormons had to um, make hello. their own food. Uh, can't you just like stop at like a convenience store? Right. Like, weren't there gas stations along the way? No, but there weren't for Mormons either. But they didn't get no 
godsend food on the ground. But see, I, I know it was good because different. it's dirty. It's I know it was different, ground. but I played that Oregon Trail game when I was a kid. <laughs> I know how to get across this country. Let me tell you how many Mormons died of dysentery. It's I don't know how many Mormons. Oh, I was, I was going with the the Oregon oh, Trail. Right, 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 right. Everybody dies I'd of dysentery. Yeah, no, that's true. Yeah, I could. I it was always fun to hunt. <clears throat> yes, yes. Uh, Mormons <laughs> claim that they were. Uh, they claim that they're of the House of Israel, oh, um, yeah. and they, you know, we talked just a little, just a month or two ago about about all the tribes that Mormons claim that they're from. The tribe of Manasseh, the mm. tribe of Ephraim. Mm-hmm. Uh, these are all sort of the the tribes of Israel, which is funny because, like, yeah, it, they just make that shit up. They just assign you a tribe, yeah, for no reason. I mean, they know which way they're supposed to go. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, but there's some there's some they're supposed play to there. be there, yeah, but there's they're not supposed to get all liberal with the whole Manassas shit, and right? Definitely there's, no tribe of Aaron, right? Right. Is that where you're going? Well, no, I mean, well, there is this this whole Aaron thing in Judaism. If you are a direct descendant of Aaron, who mm-hmm. was, who was Moses's brother, mm-hmm. then you are considered of the of the you're a Cohen, uh, Cohen. <clears throat> Which is which? Uh, which means that you are of a priestly class. You're a, you're a priest or or something. And and you make really good movies. And you make really good if you have a brother. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Uh, and the uh, the the Mormons sort of caught on to this and said, if you were of the tribe of Aaron when you got your patriarchal blessing, then you were then you became a bishop automatically. So there, there's a lot of parallels happening here. Oh, so many. Jews, Jews have weird dietary restrictions. Mormons have weird dietary restrictions. Mm. Oh, and the Mormons in the temple, uh, at least the Salt Lake Temple, they have the other. Uh, uh, they have a holy of holies. Yeah, the Jews had that. Sure. Yeah. yeah. The, well, the, the whole Mormon temple is theoretically sort of loosely designed off of the the temple in the bible they say that the it jewish is jewish temple yeah. they say that it is and clearly it's not it's but, clearly not yeah but yeah, yeah there i mean it well and here i wanted uh to read the uh 10th article of faith oh this is so the, because there's the 13 articles of faith yeah mormons mormons have, mormons have these uh these these are just written these out these are we believe statements Indeed. that joseph smith wrote it's a mission statement yeah uh, in the 10th article of faith says, we believe in the literal gathering of Israel and in the restoration of the 10 tribes that Zion, the new Jerusalem will be built upon the American continent, that Christ will reign personally upon the earth and that the earth will be renewed and receive its paradisical glory. Um, yeah. 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 So, and, and the new Jerusalem, the new Jerusalem's here. Now that doesn't stop Mormons from caring about the old Jerusalem because they have a whole BYU, BYU, the Mormon uh, mm-hmm. university has a whole campus or a whole group there in Jerusalem yeah. doing, yeah. doing the good work of the same yeah. thing that basically the, the, that stupid, uh, Southern Baptist group was doing, which is just like archeological work that hopefully supports our point of view. Right. There's some of that. There's also just, you know, BYU students go and do a semester in Jerusalem right. type deal and take some overload on religion classes. Right. Get all their religion classes taken care of. It is interesting because so many, all the, all these evangelical Christian sects really, really con- connect to Israel. But that's because they think that 
Jesus is going to come back and then they get Israel. Right. The the Christians get Israel. So it's like buddy up to the Jews until it's time for them to give up Israel and give it back to to us Christians. Mm. The Mormons don't think that. The Mormons are like, we love Israel and you can have it because Jackson County, Missouri is where the new Jerusalem is going to (laughs) be. Don't even worry about it. We got Missouri. It'll be fine. Yeah. Um, Jerusalem's for the Jews, right? Isn't that the thing? Yeah, sure. I can't remember how it all works. There's some weird thing. I can't remember. Oh, it's so funny. Mormons are funny. Yeah. So if you uh if you if if you want to learn more, uh there's some really interesting online reading material that you can go to. There's hmm. even a Wikipedia page called Mormonism and Judaism. Yeah. That's a an interesting uh page. But we just thought that that was funny. Mormon but the Mormons are winning. Oh uh, yeah, no, they're totally winning. According to BuzzFeed guy. And, yeah. and the truth is, of course they're winning. They're, they have a huge marketing apparatus in place. Yeah, and that's his point. The Jews are just not marketing. Exactly. Get on it, Jews. They, if they would add marketing, they have the higher quality product. Right. So they could, they could be huge. Yeah. But they're just not. They're, just, they're letting it wilt on the vine. I mean, you, you talk to a Jew about what they believe and blah, blah, blah. It's not that bad. It's fine. It's fine. I, just, I, I mean, you know, it's it, better than the crap that they have. The more fundamentalist the, any religion gets, the worse well, I'm off. Not talking, I'm talking about like reform Judaism. Sure, I'm not talking about like Hasidic, blah blah blah. Yeah, no, right? you, no you get into no. the ultra orthodox stuff, and like, yeah, no, you can't, no, 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 can't no. push a button on the Sabbath. And no, dear God, no. a bunch of arbitrary no, rules. No, 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 no. Their hats get weirder. Yeah, the, no, the, I'm not talking about the that. deeper in you go, the weirder the hats get. Not that I'm talking about like reform and. <laughs> Yeah. All that. The, sure. The, 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 yeah. Hell, you talk to most of those Jews and they don't even believe. They're just, they're just culturally Jewish. I know a uh, Jewish convert who is now atheist who still holds on to her Judaism. Wait, she converted to Judaism? Yeah. And then she left the then beliefs. She, then she became atheist. She accepted her atheism. Okay. But she still, like, is an observing Jew. <laughs> I think it's amazing. Like, like there's something I don't remarkable. know what to do with that. I don't know what to do with it either. And that's what I think is amazing about it. That because is it's, amazing. It's wonderfully complicated. She's fucking Walter on the Big Lebowski. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She, she, that's amazing. Yeah. Okay. Well. But, but not crazy. But not crazy. Yeah. Sure. I just think that's awesome. Yeah. She must just really like the food. She's, she's super into matzo ball soup. <laughs> she didn't want to have to give that up just because she doesn't believe in God anymore. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, yeah. there you go. Yeah. So it's a crazy world we live in. Yep. Yep. If you have any cute stories about Mormons and Jews and <laughs> and and Mormonism and Judaism, I'd like to call out, is there a word that we can use to combine them? Muse? No. Germans? Morgen, Jew- it doesn't work. No, there's nothing. They do. It's not two thing, two words that want to be combined. No, we'll figure uh, it out. We'll, maybe we'll figure. We'll sort it out. That's a challenge. It's a challenge for our listeners. <laughs> yes, exactly. If you have an idea for how to combine those two words, or any stories about Mormons and Jews, or anything else that you want to bring to our attention, you can do so by writing to us at podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or you can leave us a voicemail at 424-666-8442. Yeah, or jump on the Facebook page and stuff. Jumans. Jumans? Jumans. 
that just sounds like a deli. Oh. Go to come to <laughs> Jumans Deli. I don't. Yeah, I, I like Jumans. That's good. Jumans. Uh, come to the Facebook page uh, and and see what Mackenzie's posting out there. Uh, that's facebookcom slash atheist. Yeah, and of course, uh, thank you, Mackenzie. Yeah, for all of your hard work. Yeah. Thanks to the Red Rock Hot Club for the music that uh, that we play every week that we so enjoy. Yeah. And and, uh, and thanks to you, dear listener, for listening. We sure do like you. <laughs> we do indeed. <laughs> See you next week. Right, bye-bye.